Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. not supposed to be in the picture you didn't see him yet you have no idea what's going on good afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 230 of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful wednesday of bets well if you needed to uh Guess what kind of an episode it's going to be here today. You no longer have to, my friends. Plenty of rabbit holes coming right on up. Hopefully you have those rabbit hole diving shorts firmly affixed. But before we get to diving, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching it on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms make sure you hit that like button that follow button there if you haven't already so you never miss any of our additional social media content or if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory i don't know why there's plenty of uh you know, production value over here. But either way, if you are, whatever the circumstance may be, smash that subscribe button there too so you never miss uh, the drop of any audio as we do release it after every live show is complete. Next item up on the docket. Hey, if you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching today's show. Hit that other like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. Hey, maybe... uh. Hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL Pod, and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking Online link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 230 of the ttl pod holy smokes i can't believe we already done 230 of these are about to be 229 i suppose either way i am your humbled honored hyped and always handicapping host colton cap and colt soroka and i can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by hang out with me and my partner that you already saw you weren't supposed to but hey what the hell who knows we are in a professional production over here we are just a couple of no, no, I won't say we. I'll say I'm just a big dumb doofus that's just over here talking into a m- microphone trying to produce a pod at the same time. So, hey, appreciate you guys for stopping by and listening to me talk. I think you actually come by to listen to this guy talk. So let me bring him on in. My friends, you know him around these parts as the man. 
The myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and you better bet your bottom dollar. The TTL Cruise resident Southsider and cheesehead faithful himself, Mr. Riley. Armax. Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? <laughs> and my man, my man, I'm doing fantastic. You just uh, couldn't wait to see me, apparently, dude. I hey, I had, <laughs> I was obviously, if you saw me, I was staring at my screen, so I, deer in the headlights over here for a second. But Got dude, I am absolutely fantastic. I mean, hey. Uh, you know, popped in just a little early, but, uh, and you're being too humble over there, dude. I've got rocks in this big noggin over here as yeah. well, dude. You know well, how it is, but, uh, so. I'm feeling good, dude. How's the, uh, how's, how are things going over on your end of the screen? Hey, well, hey, I didn't want to air out your dirty laundry, you know, as the kids say <laughs> out there, but either way, dude, I'm doing spectacular on my side of the screen. It is a beautiful day to be alive. The rest is up to me and the, and hey, Buster guy, I'm choosing to spread positivity. Uh, shout out to all my new followers, everybody out there today. Been, uh, cooking in the NFT space, some whales, if you will, followed me. Hey, little old me, humble old me, once again, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for letting me clutter up your uh, timeline. I know we put this out on Twitter, too, so shout out. Um, outside of that, my man, I got a confession to make. Okay. I didn't have a good day yesterday. Mm. Not spectacular. Mm. Not terrific. And, you know, I might, may, might, moot, might, uh, have told people to uh, fade me yesterday. I might have told you to fade me on Super Tuesday. I just don't understand. <sighs> I'm not going to run from it. I'm never going to run from it. I'm always going to put it in front of you guys. I'm not speaking for my partner. I'm only speaking for myself. It's complete bullshit! What's going on in the college basketball hardwood? But my friends, as always, a full transparency show here at the Talking the Line podcast. We recap all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day from February the 22nd, 2022. Please, so kindly turn your attention, top right portion of the screen, as to what I'm talking about. One and two on the day for me now, two and four on the week. Uh, George Washington was never in that game. I just uh, guess they forgot to uh, show up for a basketball. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, forgot to do that. Uh, Siena, they forgot how to hoop. Uh, no idea what happened to the Saints. They've been cooking right along and then uh, looked like um, they probably couldn't have even competed with the school for the deaf and blind. So not spectacular for the Saints there either. Uh, was fully expecting to go for the 0-3 day with another dog. But hey, South Dakota State, the tournament text made me not look stupid. So, hey. I make a promise to you guys. I'm not going to make up all these storylines and try and go fishing, and this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. I'm going to state the cold hard facts. I'm going to state the numbers. I'm going to state the trends. I'm going to get in, and I'm going to get out, and we're going to bankrupt these books. That is all I plan to do for the rest of this collegiate basketball season and for the rest of my gambling career, which is till eternity, till every damn book on this marketplace is burned to the ground. I digress. Partner, what do you got to say about those Goofy-ass Red Raiders, dude. Uh, I mean, talk about an ass-whooping, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what is yeah. it, Wednesday here today. I, I'm living and dying by some luck uh, this <sighs> week, it, it appears so. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it short and simple and keep it light, dude. Lucky mm. day on Monday, 2-0 day, 0-1 yesterday. Uh, the clip you put out, dude, pissed me off even more because unbelievable dunk by Malik Wilson. Oh. Uh, but it, a little timestamp there, seven minutes left, they crack 60, uh, oh, no. need 11 points over oh, seven no. minutes, and uh, they put up a total of six in that last seven oh, minutes no. to stay under for me. So thought I was, uh, you thought they were just beating the doors off them for the full 20 in the fourth, or not the fourth quarter, the second half there. Fourth but quarter, uh, yeah. I digress, man. Uh, yeah, bad luck on that one. So short memory, dude, short memory, and uh, sure you know we're back at it today. 
Sure enough, um, you know, I was having a conversation with our uh, our, our Twitter, um, uh, our media guy over there, you know, the Twitter intern. And, sure, sure, sure. Uh, and uh, we're trying to pump out some more uh, some video content I, throughout the night and stuff. Hey, you know, you that know, dump was electric, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> there's some good stuff coming out. So we're going to start pumping out a lot more of that stuff like we did during baseball and football and everything in between. They're just a little harder to follow, so your boys got to... The kids got to stay up with a lot more games and stuff is what I'm trying to say. So, so uh, hey, uh, well, you can't really see. You'll see in a minute. But uh, follow us at Talking the Line, uh, everything on Twitter, or at Talking underscore the underscore line on InstaSlam for everything there, too. But, hey, um, two for Tuesday parlay. I, I mean, you can call it a push. I would say, because I, I, I caught it two at two and a half. I, I ended up not locking it in until after the show or, or during the show, and it was at two and a half. And then also half... Half of uh, the community that would that would have probably seen this probably got it at uh, two and a half as well. So I would call it a straight up cash, pretty solid casher either way. But hey, two for Tuesday parlay. There you go. There you have it. And then the money line dice come crashing back Oops. down to earth, my friends. Goodness gracious, all Friday, Mag. Did you end up getting involved in that game at all, my friend? No, I did not. I stayed far away, man. I think uh, maybe on like a you know a small small lottery ticket partly, I might have thrown something on there, but it wasn't even the one that busted it. First of all, anyways, so Chuck I is. I barely watched that one. If I'm being totally honest, man, I had my eyes on all over the place. Aside it's from a that. lot of action, a lot of action yesterday for sure. So I right, we got an O in two days, so that moves Actually, us to. Can you double check? You got the tracker right there. Yeah, I, they might have actually cashed the over on that one. Did or no? We they... had the, never mind. Ignore me. Yep. We had the under. I'm, I'm, ignore me. Oh, and two. Oh, and two. My bad. 10 4, ignoring. <laughs> no, no problems. Uh, so back to what I was saying there. Um, yeah. one and one on the week. Oh, and two yesterday. So simple maths there, kids. If you passed, uh, the third grade, one and three on the week now for the money line dice. Okay. They're coming back in hot and heavy. Don't worry. Just week by week. Ooh. I think, that, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, that might be the thing. It's like, I don't know what the trend is, but I will tell you that there is a uh, a trend out there that the money line dice, you know, they get hot for a week, and then they get cold for a week. And I'm not saying that this is about what's about to happen, but they are one and three, and that's a far cry, my friend, from eight and one last week. Hey, eight and one, one and three. Hey. So hey, not a hot start, but either you're hot or you're due. So money line dice got uh, the old matchup between the Cincinnati Bearcats and the. Uh, let me stop sharing this real quick. Hold on, while I'm trying to talk and do something else over here. All right, uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats and the UCF Knights. That should be interesting. See what the uh, dice got to say. Looks like UCF minus two and a half as a home favorite is pretty uh, one-sided. It's pretty public side, if you, if I do say so myself. So we'll talk about that one as we get in the money line dice roll. Speaking of them. But, hey, we got uh, living, human, breathing, uh, uh, being, breathing bets coming at you here today. Uh, I say that 15 times fast. I don't know why I do this to myself. I walk into a fucking sentence, and I simply can't get it out. I don't know why I do this to myself on the podcast. My friends, we are giving you best bets is what I'm trying to tell you. Mags only has one. He's playing it easy, but he's got one he believes is getting straight to the pay window. I got two coming at you, also from the college basketball hardwood. Uh, we got the the Wednesday Warrior, special play of the day. That bad boy went back and forth on it a little bit, but we do believe we got the damn right side. Uh, that is a college basketball play as well. And then, as always, we give you a little extra juice paying out at over 6-1 to one odds this week, my friends. We got the Wednesday parlay pop-off. We're combining the Wednesday Warrior, Mag's lone pick. Not one of Mag's picks, as usual. Just Mag's lone pick, and then one of my picks as well. So we'll talk all about that in the third segment of the day. We'll recap everything. Get into that aforementioned Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. 
Uh, then that'll kind of segue us into the nonsense of the second half of the show. You know Wednesdays. You know the drill. <laughs> Wild card Wednesday. You better, hey, NSFW, hey, hey. you better strap in if you're sticking around for the second half of this show today, kids. Uh, there's that. We'll give you some motivation minutes uh, alongside of some breaking news, some talking the line announcements. You know the drill. What the hell am I saying? If you come to this show, you know what it is by now. Partner, anything else uh, that I missed, didn't relay, didn't, uh, you know, communicate to the fine folks out there uh, from your side of the screen before we get this old proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks? Not much, dude. Testing something new out for the sidebar as far as some nonsense. It's going to be short and sweet. Going to be very short and sweet, uh, but going forward could be a mainstay and could have some more on top of that uh, as far as a nonsense hole to dive into. So I'm pretty excited for this one. Short and sweet, but could be a mainstay. Okay, I'm not, uh, not going to try to deduct. I'm just going to hang out. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see what happens on this second half of the show. You guys should too, but for now, my friends, we do one of these numbers. We do one of these numbers. And again, if you are listening to this show, I, I, I suggest you come on over and watch so you can know what I'm saying when I say I do one of these numbers. But as always, my friends, turn your volume way up. Get ready to have your dome pieces penetrated with nothing but knowledge and cold, hard facts. And partner, let them rip. Let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. I appreciate you, my man. I am uh, not going to this team here on my uh, quarter zip over here, the old USF oh. Bulls. If you're, uh, mm. if you have the option to, uh, you know, change the, the the colored tints on your computer screen, you might be able to trick it into <gasps> a little dark blue and here as opposed oh, to the green. Well, but hey, I digress. Uh, well, actually, yeah, yeah, actually, huh. green is uh, one of their main things, dude. Lucky the old For Irish. Sure. I, I, Right, I guess I'm Should've just staring wore my at the, Irish the navy shirt. And, and gold. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, just pretend mm. I'm wearing an Irish shirt. Because wait, that's wait, just wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, dude, hold <laughs> on. I cannot bet on the Notre Dame effing fighting Irish and not do this. Please, ladies and gentlemen, lift your mugs up high to me, to you over there, good sir. Where's where am I at though? Oh, to you over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> And to all of you beautiful people sipping the black elixir, the gods, we're bass actors today. It's going to be a hell of a show. Hey, if you had a case of the midweek blues, consider them cured. Quick, fast, and in a hurry, my friends. Hey, I'm going to take my sip. Partner, get this show out of my hands for a little while. Dude, if I speak just quick coffee, if I, there's any uh, validation that I'm with the right person, dude, as far as just nonsense clumsiness, girlfriend forgets to put the, the top on the old pot and then kind of just like oh like i don't think it's a big deal whatever i go five minutes ago to to like get myself another cup but i got like a quarter of a cup and then i pop open the top and the entire filter is just flooded with water and i'm just oh good yeah 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 not big of a deal because <laughs> then not some, you know you have to not it some, has uh, to hit the thingy majigger yeah, to yeah, allow the coffee to drain through but hey yeah. yeah all good all good in the hood tis what it is Seriously, dude, if that isn't some stuff I would do it, uh, like, I can't hate, right? I, I would say you are with the correct life partner, my friend, but I digress. Please, your first and last at the same time, best bet of the day. All right. All right. Not waste any more time. We're going to the ACC, my friends. And if you didn't uh, hear it, uh, I will tell you once again, I am going to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Minus the five, uh, dropped the hook there. I was at four, went up to five and a half for a second. Now back down to five. I like it right here. And I think we've got a nice uh, opportunity to fade Syracuse on top of backing Notre Dame here at home, partner. Three-point opportunities uh, versus Syracuse are a huge thing to check off if I'm uh, betting against the old uh, Syracuse Orange over there. 
For Notre Dame, top 41 in the country, three-point percentage and threes made per game. So they shoot it well, and they already shoot at a nice volume. And they're running into the, uh, the Syracuse team that allows a 300, or excuse me, is ranked 356, 356 in made threes allowed per game. Bottom three in the entire country, it doesn't matter what conference, they allow more threes than just about anybody in the nation. And when you get a team that already does that well and shoots it well, it's uh, something that's going to keep me interested. So on top of all that, partner, if you haven't been paying attention to the ACC or the Syracuse Orange especially, Jesse Edwards, one of their main starters, has been out and will be out for the foreseeable future, and that includes tonight. 12-point-per-game score, 6.5 rebounds, 2.8 blocks per game. He's out of there. This is going to create a huge hold down low, as it has these uh, last three games that he's been, uh, been out. One and two against the number two and one straight up. The one loss was Virginia Tech, a middle of the pack ACC team, 71-59. And these last two games now, two wins at home against two of the bottom teams in the ACC, Boston College. And this was in Syracuse. Uh, you backed Boston College, just talked about them at home. But on the road, Boston College is a hot dumpster fire. And Syracuse had to take Georgia Tech to overtime, beat it by one in overtime uh, this past weekend without Edwards. And I see Virginia Tech, I'm not saying they're identical twins by any means, but I see Notre Dame playing at least somewhat of a similar style of basketball as them, and I think they're going to be able to lock them down here at home as they've done all season long. They've been fantastic at home straight up for sure. And now when you get this couple of edges that I like here, I'm more than comfortable in the five. A few trends, and then I'll finish it all up. 7-1 and one for Notre Dame last eight versus a team with a winning record this year against the number. And 3-0 and oh straight up in ATS versus an ACC opponent following an ACC uh, conference loss. So they did just lose this past weekend to Wake Forest on the road uh, at Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest, good home team. Notre Dame, not terrible on the road, but not quite the same at home. Now you're coming back uh, with a team in Syracuse that is 4-11 last 15. 4-11 against the number last 15 following a straight-up win. When the, uh, when the old Syracuse faithful see their boys putting up a couple in the win column, they flood to the markets for their orange. And uh, don't think this is a spot to do that here tonight. Give me the Irish minus five, my friend. Dude, I like that a lot, actually. I mean, I like where your head's at. I hate the ACC. I hate the Notre Dame fighting Irish. I hate everything about this play except you and that it's your best bet of the day. <laughs> And uh, I will gladly get in the boat with you, help you row it gently down the payday stream, if you will. Um, but I got nothing to add to it on top of it. I like what you're saying. Anything else uh, from you? Good, sir. I don't believe so. Nate Lazowski's game time decision, but uh, he's, that's been nope. the case the last couple, and he's been able to play in those. And now they're they're uh, they're nineteen and eight, second in the conference. But uh, with the depth, uh, weakness of this conference, this is still a, a must win uh, for oh, sure, yeah. man. As far as solidifying their spot in the tournament, things you never thought you would say this year, huh? The weakness of the ACC. Yeah, and the like, number two team in the conference is still trying to solidify their position in the in the in March Madness. In March, the, the big dance itself. <laughs> right. Like it, right. I don't know. If they lose this and, and skid, man. They're they're in trouble. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okie dokie, Otachoki. Well, there you go. There you have it. All of our mags' best bets of the day. Let's keep the old proverbial podcast Sunday. It's what the kids want. <laughs> Building here, we got a couple of scoops of uh, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, Rocky Road, whatever the hell you want, my friends. It's time to add some toppings, maybe some sprinkles, some caramel, some chocolate fudge. I don't know, whatever you like, but it's the additional little shit in there that counts. And that's what I'm trying to tell you is the second segment of the day. My best bets of the day. Okay, my friends, got to make a quick... Hey. Adjustment oh, over here. Topping, dude. I'm a big fan of some M&M topping. Oh, hey, man. I'm going to have some M&Ms on some How ice cream. How about some Andy's mints, dude? Ooh. Stop, dude. Ooh. What the? 
What you trying to do to me? You trying to make me have to go to the ice cream store after this? What the hell, man? I got an Oberweiss about. I was about to say, I know you got Oberweiss. Locked down for me, cuzzy. <laughs> and I'm telling you what, during fucking Rona, like we are still in the pandemic, I guess. Like, bro, they have had some stupid sales. Yeah. So, I don't know. We might... <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, I ha- no. no free ads, dude. No free ads. No free ads. What the hell? Hey, Oberweiss, <laughs> you want something? Hit us up. All right. Get serious, damn it. Ah, 2-0 day, coming up! The mid-major king has entered the chat, but there will be no <laughs> mid-major king plays today, my friends. Maybe later, maybe after the college basketball blog, but first things first. We started off, oh, whew, okay, that was almost a little too close for, uh, for a funny bone there. I gotta calm things down. Okay, first play of the day, we're calling it the SEC Sizzler, and we are going to the matchup between the Mississippi State Bulldogs and the South Carolina Gamecocks. Taking the Gamecocks, plus two, my friends. Um, if this isn't a public setup today, I don't know what is. Honestly, favorites destroy on Super Tuesday. I've already talked about it today at the beginning of the show when we recapped my best bets of the day. It is what it is, my friends. And at the end of the day, what you're going to see is a lot of people flooding the market thinking, oh my gosh, the short road dog and mid it tippy tate, they, they, they can at least get that job done. They've been pretty good recently, right? And what you're going to see them also look at is them being a short road favorite at the minus two, but the fact that across the board all season, they're 16 and 11 straight up and 14, 12 and one against the number. I think it's a little fugazi here today though. And why you're seeing such a low line is because they're one and seven straight up three and five against the number on the road. They just got their first win on the road of the season in their last game. Not a great win, not a quality win. 58-56 against the Missouri Tigers as four-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Their only three covers on the road, whereas nine-and-a-half-point dogs, six-and-a-half-point dogs, and six-point dogs. That is not this spread here today. They have not been good as road favorites, but we'll talk about that in the trends. You know the drill. Seven and seven straight up for the Bulldogs on, uh, or in conference play, rather. Uh, Stick a pin in that. We'll come back to why that's important as well. Talking about South Carolina now. Best ball of the season are the Gamecocks playing, my friends, and a sneaky good team all year. 16 and 10 straight up, 14 and 11 against the numbers. So I kind of have faith in a team that's also 10 and 4 straight up, 8 and 5 ATS on their home hardwood. Speaking of home hardwood, 41st in the nation in home court advantage per Ken Palm. How about that for the old Gamecocks? South Carolina's a hard place to play. 3-2 and two straight up, 4-1 and one against the number of their last five home games, so even further evidence. Their only two losses were against Tennessee and Kentucky. Absolute wagons. We know the drill there. And then the wins were against Georgia, Vandy, and their last game against LSU, 77 to 75. So again, I think the Gamecocks are playing their best ball of the season. I think they win this one outright, but as always, I will gladly buy all the points the books are willing to give. And last but not least, one of the uh, final key trends, I think, because I haven't got to say this in a while, because I've been shortening up the old analysis, the South Carolina Gamecocks boat race, Mm. the old Mississippi State (laughs) Bulldogs. 54th in adjusted tempo for Ken Palm for the uh, old Gamecocks there. But you don't believe me on all that, that it's a public setup. Believe the trends. Mississippi State, 1-4 against the number. Last six falling a straight-up win. 3-7 against the number. Their last 10 road games and 1-6 ATS. Their last seven as a road favorite. South Carolina, 5-1 ATS. Last six falling an ATS win. 4-1 ATS. Last five falling a straight-up win. 4-1 ATS. Their last five versus an SEC opponent. And in the last seven meetings, the home team is 5-2 ATS. And in the last 19 meetings, the underdog is 13-6 ATS. Give me all of the Gamecocks, the SEC Sizzler, baby, for my first best bet of the day. Dude, I like it a lot, if I'm being really honest with you. I like it a lot. I, hope, I like the angle, I man. Hope. I mean, Mississippi I'm just a State, dummy, South bro. Carolina, I it hope. was like, 
What's that? I said I'm just a dummy, bro. I hope I can't. Fuck, I can't. I, well, I can't. No, I, mean, I can't cover a king size, a twin size bed if you call me a king size blanket, Mags. That's what I'm trying to tell you here. But please give me some. I give like me some. It, give me some good no, shit. No, I mean Mississippi State. We were really high on them early in the season, right? As kind of that under the radar SEC team, and then they fell off a cliff. And we were thinking the opposite of South Carolina. They were among the the Mizzou's, the Georgias, the. The Vandy's the bottom of the pack, and now they've escalated. They're they're right in the middle of the pack of this. There's another team that if they get hot and continue this hot streak, they are a bubble team. They are. And Mississippi State, the win against Mizzou, man, Mizzou is just flat out bad. So that's not impressive to me at all for Mississippi State, I'm saying. Bubble team, you say? Yeah. Hmm. Let's move on into my second play of the day. I am a poet, and I didn't even know it. If you tuned in two weeks ago on a Wednesday, this exact day, you heard me talk about this team. And I told you that the run was not over. The dream was not dead. They could still make the big dance, but it needed to start now. They had a minor scuffle, but against a formidable foe in the Purdue, Purdue, Purdue Boilermakers. I was going good there. Now where we go. <laughs> However, my friends, if you don't know who the hell I'm talking about, you do now. It's always been the Scarlet Knights on this side of the screen, my friends, and we're taking plus four and a half here today against the Michigan Wolverines. And come on. Come on. Come on. If it's not Rutgers, what are we talking about here, Mags? What 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 are we talking about here, pal? I, I hey. know Jawan Howard. At least that, the number. At least the at number. At least the number. At least the number. If it's not an outright win, okay, but at least the number. No Jawan Howard. All this nonsense, it's been bananas, and, and I, I, that alone was enough for me to look at Rutgers in the dog spot. But literally, they are the team with everything to lose and everything to gain. So it is the team to back in this situation, especially especially with them as the dog. So as always, I think they win uh, outright, but hey, by all the points the books are willing to give. Now, we'll stick with that Rutgers team uh, again. I just said it two weeks ago. I said it on this show. The dream was not dead, my friends. And uh, they need to just keep winning. That's all they need to do. Just keep winning. But, hey, at the bare minimum, I think they cover because they're 4-1 straight up, 5-0 and against the number. Their last five overall, they were automatically kind of playing behind the eight ball against Purdue. I mean, they were just never really in that game, and they were just kind of physically outmatched. Maybe in March with some magic, yeah. some nonsense happening, or maybe in conference time, whatever the case might be, they might get that lick back. But they just looked outmatched. I think they're just due for a huge rebound because they're 10-6 and six straight up in conference play overall. So I think they take care of Michigan, who, for lack of a better term, the dumpster is on fire, my friends. It's not floating down the stream yet, but, I mean, it is pretty damn close. It is uh, raging, burning flame. And no Juwan Howard for the, the rest of the entire season. I mean, you can say what you want, but that that's a, he brings a lot to that team. And the fact that they weren't winning with the fab vibe energy on the court I think it's going to be very hard to find that fab vibe energy with him not even present in the damn stadium. So, three and two straight up, two and three against the number uh, for the Wolverines in their last five overall. They're actually 0-5. Interesting nugget here, my friend, that I found. 0-5 against the number as a three to four and a half point favorite this season, and they have not been a five to seven and a half point favorite this season. This line actually opened up at six and a half if you found it, and why is that so key? Because multiple times they've opened up at that six and a half, that seven, that five and a half. They get steamed down by sharp money down to four and a half, down to three, down to four. 
and they fail to cover it every single time because they are incredibly overvalued. We're finding that exact spot here again today, my friends. The season's pretty well over for the boys, eight and six straight up in conference play. I mean, like I said, if anybody's got uh, everything to lose, everything to gain, it is the Scarlet Knights here. I love it. I, I really think that they take care of business, no problem, but by all the points the books are willing to give. You don't believe me? Believe the trends. Michigan 4-7 and seven ATS on their home hardwood this season. 3-7 and seven ATS, their last 10 as a home favorite. 0-4 ATS, their last four as a favorite overall. 1-4 ATS, their last five home games. There's a team with a losing straight-up road record. So throw those road and home splits out the window for this one because Michigan is also 0-4. Their last four games played on Wednesday, my friends. Not good hump day warriors. But the old Scarlet Knights are 4-1 ATS, their last five Wednesday games. 7-0-1 ATS, their last eight as a dog. 3-0-1 ATS, their last four as a road dog. 3-1-1 ATS, their last five road games versus a team with a straight-up winning home record. I just flipped the script on everything there for you, my friends. And Rutgers, 6-0 ATS, last six versus a Big Ten opponent. Give me all of the Scarlet Knights plus four and a half. I know you uh, don't get involved with the Wolverines on either side anymore, partner, but I absolutely love this second and final best bet of the day. No, I really like it, man. You're right, because I and it's more of a personal, like, for the first three, two, three months of the season. I back the Wolverines. They lose by 20. I fade the Wolverines. They win by 20. So I've just stayed out of it. And Rutgers, I've enjoyed from a fan perspective, my man, because I, mm. I love the number, man, for them. Because as Michigan teams, when uh, Michigan team when they play tougher defensive opponents, has been where they struggled. That last win you see against Iowa is impressive, right? But Iowa's defense is uh, not the strong point of that team, right? So an 84-79 win, I think it was. I mean, that's impressive for Michigan's offense. But you throw them a, a team like Rutgers, who's going to be bringing their lunch pail and hard hat, ready for a dog fight because they need a win, let alone a damn cover. Uh, I'm not saying this because they're number. T- I just look. Joe Lenardi's got them at the as a number ten seed right now, so. As far as they've still got Wisconsin and then I think Indiana on their schedule, they so and then one. Penn State, so it's this one in Penn State. They get those two. They're essentially in, man. So I think they win, but I yeah. points. Hey, man, I appreciate that coming from you as the uh, resident Big Ten homer over here at the uh, TTL Pod. So let's rock and roll. There you go, my two best bets of the day. Uh, let's keep it moving, keep it grooving. Today's special plays. That's right, my friends. We got two coming at you. The first one, if this doggone thing would like to work here today, all right, is the Wednesday Warrior. You know the drill. Uh, solo play, solo drill. Um, we're going to the Creighton Blue Jays, plus five matchup against the St. John's Red Storm today. Um, honestly, this is one uh, This one just seems completely bass-ackwards. Like, I, I, Creighton has absolutely dominated St. John's over the course of the last, what, five, six, seven, almost 10 years. It has been completely one-sided. And we talk about it all the time on this show, partner, that uh, when a team has ownership over another team, especially in conference, you can't help but just to keep back in that trend of rock and roll. So there ain't much for me, man. I think the Blue Jays are, are one hell of a tournament team. You know, I've said it on this show plenty of times. I think that they are a great March Madness team. They always show up this time of the year and they just become these upset kids, sneaky, dangerous, left, right, and center. But hey, you don't believe me? I got a couple of trends. I'll kick it over to you, dude. 4-0 ATS, last four overall. 
Uh, 4-0 ATS, last four following a straight-up win. 8-3 ATS, last 11 games versus a team with a winning straight-up record. Uh, 5-2 ATS, last seven following an ATS win. 5-2 ATS, last seven as a road dog. And 7-3 ATS, their last 10 as an underdog overall. And then short and sweet for the Johnnies, though, uh, not the uh, not the greatest. 3-8 ATS, their last 11 as a home favorite. And 1-4 ATS, last five home games as a team with a winning road record. That is a straight-up winning road record. Um, I don't know. It's too many points. I I even think almost similar to Rutgers in this spot. I, I honestly think Creighton wins this one outright, but I will gladly take all the points the books are willing to give me here, dude. Yeah, I can't add too much more. I mean, uh, last three games alone, 87-64, 97-79, 94-76. Just ownership by 20-plus with oh, offensive yeah. craziness. And they're a bubble team right now, Creighton. They're they're on the inside uh, trying to hang on. I think they get this one done outright, too. They're one of the—Lenardi's got him as last eight in right now. So they lose. They, they're probably off the bubble right now, man. So I— I think they win this one much. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm betting for a tournament. I mean, I hope it doesn't fuck me today, but I just, I keep betting with, with tournament th- thoughts in mind. You yeah. know, here we go, going forward. So, hopefully, we can rock and roll. But that's not what you guys care about. You care about the next special play, the parlay pop off, my friends. Three legs on that bad boy, paying out at over six to one odds, plus six twenty one, if you want me to be exact. We're taking the Creighton Blue Jays plus five. Mags alone play the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, minus five. And one of my two best bets of the day, the South Carolina Gamecocks, plus three. Parlay all three of those bad boys up. That's our parlay pop-off for this beautiful Wednesday of bets. Total odds of plus 621. Hey, why don't we just uh, recap everything for these uh, beautiful people while we're talking about it. I'll switch this bad boy up and... uh, and get this thing, uh, get this thing going over here. Get the screen shared and everything. Partner, any uh, final closing thoughts you have in regards to the Wednesday Warrior or the Wednesday Parlay pop off? I don't think so, dude. I uh, the more we talk through them, I am liking them uh, quite a bit more, honestly. Hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. I agree with you for sure. Okay, dude. Looks like we are set to rock and roll. So, my friends, I kindly ask you to rip out your sports books, pull out your paper, your pens, or your pencils if you're a mistake-prone human being, like obviously that guy on the opposite side of the screen said he was. Not me. I'm not mistake-prone. No way. I never make any mistakes. Yeah, right. Rip them all out. Get ready or whatever mode means or method you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day because right here, right now, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day are live on your screen for this beautiful February the 23rd, 2022. Uh-oh. Brick well. adjustment. Back in action. Please, so kindly turn your attention directly next to my dome. Hey, shout out Circus Sports. We're in the sports book right now. Shout out. Directly next to my dome, our mags pick. Once again, not plural today. It is singular. He is going to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish minus five. Short and sweet. Go to the opposite side of the screen. Kind of in between us. Not really. Who knows? Opposite side, right side of the screen. My picks. I got two coming at you. The SEC Sizzler, the South Carolina Gamecocks plus two, and the Big Ten Bomber. We're taking the Rutgers Scarlet Knights plus four and a half. In between us, we have the Big East Eliminator, the Creighton Blue Jays plus five for the Wednesday Warriors special play. But oh no, no, we do not stop there. We got two special plays coming your way today. Three legs on the Wednesday parlay pop off that aforementioned Creighton Blue Jays plus five pick Mags pick Notre Dame minus five the Fighting Irish and 
my pick, the South Carolina Gamecocks, plus two, all parlayed up, three legs for an over six to one odds payout. Hammer those bad boys in for the full unit, a half unit, whatever you can afford to be. Don't get crazy, but I see four straight plays and one parlay on their way already. No, nay, nay, I hear lines moving all over the market with me just saying these few plays so my friends it is now time for you to lock them in hammer them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you need to say just make sure you get today's ttl crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing in it whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book how about this place dude where are we you know didn't run out of breath today. Um, I don't know where we're Colonial Life Arena. I imagine you can see it, but yeah, that is exactly right. Yeah, I certainly can, dude. I certainly can. Fair forgot enough. the, forgot the old, uh, the old. Here, I got you back, right up here. Oh yeah, I can see this. Bingo, bingo. I, um, I think what it you says say the home it here court too. Advantage was, right? I think it here too. Forty-first, uh, if I do believe. Uh, what I say? What did I say, Max? Oh, well. you guys aren't supposed to see that. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, forget me. Hey, there you go. Nice little saying. Forget what the hell I'm saying. Uh, there, there's some notes for you. Everything all in between. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I forgot I was sharing the screen. There you go. There you fucking have it. Uh, 41st in the nation, I think, is what it was. Either hey, way. For a middle-of-the-pack SEC team, that's pretty damn solid, man. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. All right, well, there you go. All of uh, the TTL crew's best bets of the day. Time to keep it moving, keep it grooving into the... Moneyline dice roll of the day. You see it. Sin slash UCF. What the hell does that mean? I have no idea. Yeah, I do. Moneyline dice roll of the day. Cincinnati Bear- Bearcats at the Central Florida Knights, my friends. I don't know, however, what the hell is going on in the matchup, where this game's being played at, who's the favorite, who's the dog, what the total's set at. So, as per usual, partner, I ask you, what's the details in this matchup? All right, dude. We are in. Uh, we are at UCF tonight for this matchup. Both teams, uh, middle of the pack, upper middle of the pack here in the AAC. Eight and seven straight up for UCF in conference. Cincinnati seven and seven. So kind of an important game for seeding. Could be seeing each other in uh, in March in the old conference tournament. But uh, the home team, UCF Knights, minus two and a half at home. Obviously, Cincinnati plus two and a half. And the old money line, minus 137 for UCF, plus 114 for Cincinnati. The total is set at 141. I do believe the bets and money splits, 81% of bets on UCF, but 71% of money on Cincinnati is the consensus right now. And uh, don't see any bet percentages, but the under is getting 90% of the money uh, on that under 141. Looks like it's coming down in a couple of spots. If you do want the over, uh, catch it at a different spot, and you can get a better number. Or if you're looking for the un- under, you can still catch it right here at 141. So uh, I don't have any idea what the hell's going to go on in this one, my man. I don't know if you do, but uh, no, we need the dice to get hot is uh, all I know. Yeah, that's all I know, too, but we'll see where the hell they uh, they decide to land. They've been uh, pulling some nonsense. You know, a little couple extra rolls. We have to uh, rake them and reshake them, and it hasn't been working out so hot in the old Dice's favor. So, you know the drill. You know what everything's going on. The Moneyline Dice are now live on set here, my friends. A little Dice ASMR for your uh, 
your Wednesday afternoon. Well, uh, early morning, I don't know. At 1042, whatever. Wherever you're viewing, who knows? What am I saying? First things first. Home or away. Are we taking the home team, UCF Knights, or the away team, Cincinnati Bearcats? I don't know. Neither does Mags. We all find out. I assure you in three, in two, in one. Edge of the desk, dude. Away team! Away team. Bearcats. Away team. Bearcats with a... C. C. <laughs> Moneyline or ATS. Are we getting a couple of points here, or are we going ahead and hammering in the plus money? Paulie, I don't know. Neither does Mags. But once again, we all find out. In three. In two. In one. ATS! Okay. Bounce rolled and hit my paper, so it is right okay. over... ATS. That's why I didn't hear it roll too much. Away ATS. So Cincinnati plus Bearcats two plus two and a half unofficially. Wild card roll. Are we going to be doubling down on the Bearcats plus two and a half? Are we going to need to rake them and reshake them once again? Or are we saying no, no? We got a total play here today. We're going to go ahead and go two and oh, and we're going to even things back up on the week, halfway through the week. I have not a clue. Mags has zero idea, but I assure you, we all find out, I hope, in three, in two, in one. Over! Over 141. Okay. Over all right. 141. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Cats in the over, huh? The dice have spoken! If you want to guarantee, take two tickets to the window here tonight. No questions, no qualms, no queries, none of the nonsense. Not for me, not for Mags, not for any living, breathing, heart-beating human being on this planet, but for the all-knowing ever-present, ever-powerful, inanimate objects that be known as the Moneyline Dice hammer in right here, right now. The Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bearcats, plus two and a half, and the over 141 in their matchup with the UCF Knights. Tonight. Hey. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Okay. Solid matchup, dude. Yeah. I, I, I was going to get involved on this side probably either way, so I'm pretty excited that the Dice chose... Okay. Okay. Cincinnati plus two and a half. I think they get back hot here. But uh, as always, I got I got to track it. I got to track it. Make sure everything's all good. Can you double check that yesterday we had the under on that bad boy? Yeah, under one thirty-five. We I definitely was, did. Okay. Yeah, you try. You just you're trying to get a win. It's definitely not. It it it, it, it definitely wasn't a win. It was a big big fat loser. Oh, uh, yeah, it flew over. Yeah, flew over. Big time flew over. Close. Yeah, you know. I mean, hey, if wishes were for fishes, Mags, the world would be an ocean. But what the hell are you going to do? Uh, sin plus two and a half and O one four one. Partner, any closing thoughts on the ML Dice roll OTD? No, sir. Thank you, Dice, once again. Thank you, Dice. We appreciate you. Okie doke, artichoke. Well, I mean, dude, we just, we, I'm telling you, we just get to steaming through this first half of the show now. We just, hey, uh, we, we get straight to the point. We cut the nonsense. Well, 
not really at all, but we just get straight around about into the point. Um, but I'm telling you, 46 minutes after the top of the 10 o'clock hour, what, who are we? Are we getting better at this podcasting time watching thing? Or what the fuck are we, like, are we getting better at our jobs or what? Who I mean, I? what do I know? What I do know is that uh, there ain't nothing, uh, no segments left for what we uh, clarify as the first half. Of said, maybe the first half of said TTL pod, but now Cypher said second half of TTL pod. So, partner, I ask you, what's been burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 230 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous February 23rd, 2022. All right, dude, like I said, I am going to keep this one short and sweet. I was looking for some nonsense, and I have found the said nonsense. Uh, I said it's going to improve going forward because maybe we'll have uh, more than just one of these setups. Okay, so I've got uh-huh. kind of two truths and a lie, but nothing to do with us. It's what two two true two factual headlines, and there is one fake headline. <laughs> I've got two. I've got three nonsense, absolute nonsense headlines. Two of them are true. One of them is not. You got to figure out what is the uh, non-true headline, my friend. Are you ready? I, so I only had time not. for okay. just the one setup. So that's why I said if it, if it's good, if we like it. I'll have three sets of them going forward, who, however long it takes. So headline number one, Florida man arrested as police find 20 alligators in his backyard filled with kiddie pools. So um, 20 alligators filled with kiddie pools in his backyard, Florida man arrested. That is number one, okay? You, you can go on to two and three. We'll go ahead and say that one's true. <laughs> But restaurant we won't, we employee, won't lock it 26, 26-year-old restaurant employee survives gun attack sparked by missing $3 hamburger. So uh, someone didn't get their uh, quarter pounder in their uh, drive through meal. And I'm, I'm embezzling this a little bit, but uh, someone didn't get that $3 hamburger that they asked for, came right back inside, said, hey, pal, you didn't give me my damn hamburger, held him at gunpoint. That's number two. Number three. Police catch fugitive member of the, uh, of El Chapo cartel at baptism for El Chapo's nephew. So we've got a uh, a restaurant employee surviving a gun attack over a three dollar hamburger. We got El Chapo's, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, a baptism arresting. Best baptism, yeah. Someone uh, El Chapo's one of his uh, henchmen. Is that the word I'm looking for? Arrested at uh, El right Chapo's hand men. Sure. Fine or, young fellow. Uh, or a Florida man Let's arrested. Not have any of the Sinaloa cartel kicking our ass anytime soon. Fine young gentleman, you are out there. Yeah. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey. Wonderful, wonderful young gentleman. Wonderful young gentleman. I read the headlines I write, you know. Hey, hey, you just we just relay the headlines. We don't write them. Yeah. Um, the the Chapo, that's definitely real and. Oh, motherfuckers just be popping off for no reason nowadays. It's what really just fucking like really gets me, dude. Like motherfuckers. Just what was it, Golden Corral? There was a brawl a couple of weeks ago, dude. Was that where the place was? Yeah, man. And it's brawl just some like, buffet. I don't, I don't remember if it was Golden Corral. Yeah, or it was some, Golden Corral. We were talking it? about it. Some freaking yeah. Some bunch of fatties were in their Royal Rumble five. Fucking just absolutely ridiculous <laughs> in there. Just fucking old Betty Sue went through the fucking Oriental into the yeah. Mexican, and Jimmy John said, "Oh, we ain't doing that shit, Larry." And then it was, I mean, it was, I mean, it was through the roof is what I'm saying. But I'm just trying to divert because I don't really know which one is what. Um, 
Yeah, the Florida Gators, uh, 20 Gators in the kiddie pool. That's got to be true because you can't have that many fucking Gators in the kiddie pool. You could probably have Gators, but you can't have that many fucking Gators unless you got a license. And if they were just in a bunch of fucking kiddie pools, that's fucking illegal. So there's something to the restaurant one, but it's not 100% the truth. So I'm saying Chapo's baptism is the truth. The Florida Gators deal is the truth. And the restaurant is the lie. Final answer? Final answer. Final answer is wrong. I made up the Florida man and the Gators up. I made that shit up 100%, dude. Damn the old uh, restaurant employee getting attacked was uh, was uh, the real thing there. And in Damn. my head, I was like, I so I had those two, and I'm like, all right, well, now I just got to make up a bullshit one. And I was just like, ah, oh, crazy shit happens in Florida, right? And That's exactly gators. what my, you asshole. That's exactly <laughs> where my head went, bro. How about like, that for a good made up headline, dude? Florida man. Bro, you ain't worth a you shit with Florida you. Man you ain't worth a shit. Shit with your fucking... I knew I was wrong as soon as I was like, for the final answer, you ain't with the shit with your poker face or anything. I knew I was wrong, but it's literally everything inside of me. Talk about talk about psychology. Everything inside of me was saying, well, Florida's just fucking stupid, dude. Like, there's got to be another <laughs> little thing that I'm missing here with the restaurant. Like, Florida just shit happened. So, good psychology on your part. Hey. I don't know exactly... That's like some Freudian theory shit. I don't know what they what all you just did on my brain, but I don't like it. Get out of my head, Magnuson. Hey. I like How it, though. That? I like, like it, though. Like the segment, dude? Like the segment, dude? Dude, these Snapchat Please. headlines. hold on. I, like, seriously, like, once a week, I'll find some nonsense from a Snapchat headline, and I was doing that, and He's I was like, like, oh, you know what? So this was like 20 minutes before the show, so I didn't have much time to do any anything more than this setup. So the restaurant gun attack three dollar burger, like what homeboy just like didn't want to pay his three dollar burger and just started blasting off in the facility. Or I feel like there's a little bit that we're missing here, but I got to know. Uh, yeah, I, I'll be honest. I just read the damn headline. Okay. I, hey. I'm trying to find it now if I, if I can, but, uh, yeah, I, it, it disappeared into the one. ether. Okay. I understand. Yeah. I, I understand. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. Restaurant, restaurant, gun attack, $3 burger. Let's I mean, I mean, we're just, <laughs> we're just seeing if the old Google machine can fucking work. 19 hours ago, fast food restaurant worker survives after being shot in the Face by twin uh. sisters over a $3 hamburger. <laughs> Holy shit. Wisconsin man Anthony Rodriguez, 26, was shot in the face last month after a pair of customers grew angry over a $3 hamburger missing from their order. Whoa. I do. Jimmy re- Christmas. I do remember just laying on the ground and bleeding out, says Rodriguez, wearing a brace to support his fractured spine. Goodness <laughs> fucking gracious. The re- oh my gosh. So, well, might, might as well, might as well, might as well, I mean, complete dumbass. Wowzer, kapowzer. Um, <laughs> twins, Brianna and Brianta Johnson are now in police custody for attempted murder being held on $100,000 bail, according to police. Bro, you've got to be kidding me, dude. Like, uh, old buddy survived. I mean, he survived, but they literally shot him in the face for a $3 hamburger. <laughs> What a time to be alive, my friends. What a time to be alive. It's, it's like, you know, you can go anywhere and just anywhere and just like, why do, why do you why do you think I operate on the Internet? Why do you think I'm trying to figure out fucking Web3? They can't really kill you in the metaverse. So I mean, get me the fuck out of face over three dollars. Fuck out of here, bro. Dude, three dollar hey. fucking JPEG. A three dollar fucking ape is what they'd fucking do. I know. No, give me. Dude, it's just like this world is so fucking dumb, bro. And it's just. I don't. Oh man, that's. Oh man, these Snapchat headlines are something else, man. 
They Bowser, Bowser. And, that, and that was in fucking Wisconsin too. I, I didn't read where in Wisconsin that was, but like goodness <laughs> fucking gracious, man! Like a three dollar yeah, hamburger that was, that was past missing. weekend, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just per- pounder, perusing bro. around. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Gosh, what the fuck? <laughs> that hamburger, bro. Dude. Three dollars for a burger or a hundred thousand dollar bail? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, if boss they had man. killed him, they would be in jail for the rest of their life. Oh like, yeah, it'd be it'd be for life sentence for sure. Like unless they're yeah. that trained to where they know where to. Shoot I don't know. Attempted murder is not like spectacular. No, <laughs> they were not anticipating to not fucking kill. Let, let me tell you, my friend. Just type in the ten words or the six words, whatever that sentence I just typed into Google. And you see the two fine young ladies who were sitting at the top of that headline. You'll say, "Yeah, they were probably not uh, some trained super spies trying to, uh, yeah, just shoot this man in the face and not kill him. That was a uh, full intent to murder that man." But hey, it is now, what it is. Now, what I'm curious about is if I so I can type in hamburger. All I type in in Google is hamburger and go to news, and it's the top story on Google. Dude. Okay, <laughs> out of the burger, the burger, stories, oh, out of the my. burger, non-massacre shooting shit. Uh, okay, <laughs> on to the next one before, <laughs> fuck that, uh, before we get uh, into a whole nother rabbit hole on this shit. What's going on around the old, the old Twitter sphere? I don't know, nothing too I major. Mean, I mean, your boy, your boy, I, I will take my foot out of my mouth. Um, your boy officially did not retire. He didn't officially say he's coming back. I don't know, very, very, uh, as much, as kind of I anticipated, very highbrow situation. He pretty much just came in, fucked everybody's minds up, dropped the mic, and walked back out. And he's probably going to wait till the beginning of March. or there'll, there'll be some significant date. I don't know if you know any significant dates coming up for Aaron Rodgers here in the next couple of days or Packers fans or anything yeah, I mean, in between. I feel like Rodgers has something like that cooked up. It should be within the next couple of weeks for sure, because he said that he's trying. He's not going to drag it out. Because I mean, I've seen people compare it to Favre and what he did. Favre, Favre dragged it out through the summer to where it was actually hurting the team, like one way or another. This Rogers isn't by no means at a point where, if he decides to call it quits, they can do whatever their plan B is, right? So that's not an issue at all. Uh, the other weird part, not that we're uh, you know gossip girls over here, dude, but it sounded like old hey. Shailene Woodley was on the old. Uh, hey girl, <laughs> if you watch the. Uh, the, uh, the, I know. the stream yesterday and and we I watched it back because obviously my girlfriend is interested in that type of gossip type shit so I and then watching spell it back the a second tea, time not even the batch. laugh dude spell the tape spilling the beans dude um <laughs> um Fuck. it actually legit sounded like her voice dude she's got a pretty distinct voice and the way he was talking dude Ooh. like again not that we're like, well she wasn't talking though she was just laughing like it was just her right laughing. but then so when i watched it back she you could actually like hear her, like saying something i don't know if it was talking on the phone or what but it actually it, hey well if was you like, that's if her you, that's her for sure if you went back and listened to a voice and you couldn't hear that on the original recording she doesn't have that distinct of a voice that you could just telling pull you, somebody out telling you uh, it doesn't make any sense. I yeah. think what it would be is somebody other than Shailene Woodley. I think that's what you might want to be worried about a little bit more than also that, which is very, dude. very yeah. intriguing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, oh, yeah, that, that's the view, man. I'm just watching Joy Behar. Just watching Joy <laughs> Behar. Yeah. yeah that's that cracked, dude. That killed me. Oh, he's just watching Joy Behar. <laughs> I got 15 more minutes of Joy Behar. Name that movie. Name that movie. Died, bro. Oh, goodness. You know, a lot of people say we looked alike, so I just wanted to come down here and, uh, you know, Prove it, prove it to myself. Ah! Well, well, I'm going to go take a piss. I'm lost. <laughs> no. We could sell it on pay-per-view. We'll call it Superstar versus Half a Star. Shut the oh. hell up, old man, before I slit your throat and watch the dust roll out. Ah.
Come on now. Come on now. Oh no. I give you I give you uh do I got one more? I can't think of any. Oh, gonna, yeah, I give I'm you one more. You can do it. Get your old ass in the end zone. Oh, it's uh Okay, uh, group Waterboy? hug in these showers tonight. That's Waterboy? No. It is same, but yes, he is in that same scene. They oh, just brought not it forward. Waterboy. Longest yard. Bingo. Good there grief, you go. dude. There you go. Hey, it's all right. You got it. See, see, it's kind of hard when somebody puts you on the spot trying yeah, to fucking yeah. figure out a movie over there, ain't it? It ain't as, e- ain't as easy as I make it look over here, huh? I guess so, dude. Fuck. Hey, because you, you, you're just going through that Rolodex, right? It's I know. Like, and then it like meshes together know, other that movies. That one, that they, one, and this one. dudes that yeah, I love that's their that's movies, they have similar It's a movies, fucking so. rabbit hole, dude. I know. Hey. You're talking to the guy who usually gets hey. grilled over here. Hey. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes uh, before the top of the 11 o'clock hour, my friend, wh- what else is going on? I mean, it was that short and sweet. So, wh- what else you got, dude? I mean, as far as st- last thing about the Packers, they did just restructure this morning. Kenny Clark's contract trying uh, they that cleared up a lot of space. So he's so I mean, one way or the n- another, they did. They kind of have to do that type of shit anyways. And he was going to be the first domino to fall as far as restructuring. Um, but beyond that, dude, we talked about the old uh, Saudi Arabia Golf League the other day. Did you see the Roy McIlroy little press conference or whatever it was? He absolutely fucking roasted Phil Mickelson to the point where Phil Mickelson put out like a two-paragraph or five-paragraph, two-different-picture on you, Twitter. Do you not apology. know what Phil did, though? Oh, yeah, I know. That. Like, yes. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know if you saw the Rory McIlroy thing is what I'm saying, though. That's fine. No, we, I didn't see like that. Week when we talked I didn't about see it. all that, but that's an awful touchy fucking subject over there in the yeah, old PGA uh, and what old Mr. Mickelson <laughs> know, said and too. some of that shit. So, yeah, oh, I, I, I don't know how to talk about that one and not uh, say something. Say something wrong on that one because that, eh, that, that sounds like saying. the old Saudi Arabia League. I don't know about why. I don't know what's going on over there. They might yeah, not no, happen. Yeah, definitely not. Rory was like, yeah, Rory kind of bashed him up pretty good, though. With that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we just, uh, I think it was last week that we talked yeah, about Yeah, totally this. like Rory's still on the top of his PGA game, you know, like just yeah. up there bashing everybody. He wants yeah. to left, right, and center putting balls in the pool. Like, you know, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird situation, man. Hey, hey, ye without sin cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. Not going to be me, pal, so I ain't going to be talking about nope. it. <laughs> um, here's a good one. Did old Danny Hurley deserve to be tossed from the uh, old uh, UConn-Nova game yesterday? Yes or no? No. No. I don't think so at all either. No. I think that was some bullshit. No. Uh, you, if you know me at this point in time, how many times do I talk about a bubble wrap society and all that Seriously. nonsense? And goodness gracious, he was pumping up the crowd after a tech. Yeah. He was a little showmanship. Show, so what, puss cake? Put your zebra stripes away. Put your whistle in your pocket. And let the boys play. Let the crowd have some fun. The XL Center was dead at that point in time. They were getting into it. Not cool, man. Because then he, cool. you just saw how that ref walked away. Like he was 10 foot tall and bulletproof and just like I, dick swinging in between his legs. Know, like, say dude. something else. Who's going to say something else? Which one are you going to say something else? Just dick swinging across the fucking hardwood. Weird. It's like, that's, that's not, that's not, you. And then you guys are going to have the audacity to say something about when Jawan Howard barely catches somebody with an open hand. Like, like th- that's f- straight up intimidation. Just because that asshole has stripes on doesn't mean shit. Period. Period. Like, the, the officials are just as much involved in the game as the players, as the coaches, and they should be held just as much accountable. I think that's what we're not talking about. Just because they are the officials and... They got the backing of the conferences or or, or or the NCAA or whoever hires these jagaloons. Who knows who hires these guys at the end of the day. But some of the worst officiating as we start to get into 
conference play. And very, very critical time, game-changing calls being made by some of these crews. And, you know, in what we do here at the Talking the Line podcast, partner, you know, I don't know if you know or any of you know out there, but we do sit in a sports book for this, uh, behind us, for this show. So, makes doing this damn thing real effing hard, not to mention all the Fugazi line movement, what's a sharp play, what's a public play, who the hell knows at the end of the day anymore. You're shooting fish in a barrel trying to figure shit out out of here, and now you're going to tell me i got to compete with the doggone zebras too. I'm not buying it. Now, hey, shout out to Typical Tigers. My guy is wearing a ref shirt. I love my Typical (laughs) Tigers. Shout out him. I'm not hating on him, but I am hating on every damn college basketball ref right now. And maybe every damn is a very broad, very broad stroke on there on the old collegiate basketball landscape. But not great right now for uh, college basketball officiating. Dude, I mean, we've talked we talked about it pretty uh, extensively for the MLB season, right? As far as those guys is, I mean, everyone. I mean, we've talked about it with NFL, and and MLB is a little easier. It should be easier. They haven't. They don't have any accountability. Period. Nobody has any accountability. It's fucked up. The MLB at least has like you can get the strike uh, balls and strike report and see. Okay, this man was horrible tonight. This man was mm-hmm. as blind as a bat, mm-hmm. and you can get a full chart uh, to illustrate mm-hmm. that. Or uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, out safe at first base. It's pretty easy to figure out if he was right or not. Shout right? out. Speaking of what you just said, uh, pin in half a second. I'm yeah, not yeah, taking it. Sure. Umpire scorecards. Shout out at um yeah. scorecards on yeah. Twitter. The electric. Love that All you right. just said that. Right, and obviously, which is, like I said, a it's a more quantifiable, but b you could there's uh, techno- technological fixes that probably could be in, put in place. Shout out robot umps, 100%. Uh, but it's a lot harder, obviously, in football and basketball. But that doesn't mean they can't be held accountable, man. Uh, like right. by any means, uh, whether it's the NBA having these last two five minute whatever it is reports that that say, ah, oh, yeah, we messed this one up, and that's just it. You just acknowledge that you messed it up, but it's uh, you you aren't this ref isn't being put in any uh, repercussion by any means. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. And these, like you said, these dicks. There's so many of these uh, refs that make it about them, where people people will half joke like, oh, it's a ref show, and it's not it's not a joke because that does happen, man, and it's. The eagles of these dudes just need to fucking cool the hell out. And someone's like got to hold them accountable, dude. I don't know how, but yeah, how? you know what I mean. How, but yeah, I do know what you mean, man. And and, and, and now, granted, there are some, like last night, what uh, what the hell was I watching? Was it that Kansas? Oh, no, it was the uh, Yale-Dartmouth game. It kicked mm. off the night. I was watching Yale-Dartmouth. And, um, it, I mean, it was, it was flagrantly a flop and a half. And, like, years yeah. past... Kid probably would have got away with it, but it was one of those classic three shots, get a little bit up in the grill, Mm -hmm. and he just up in the air, and he falls back, and it's just like it was clear ref right away fucking boom, hit him with it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he didn't even think about it because even the table, the announcers, they were like, oh, and there's a foul. Going to go to the line for three. Oh, wait a minute. He called the charge. Oh, that's offensively. Okay, okay. And, like, like they agreed with it because it was was clearly like it. And I was like, damn, okay. I fucks with that. Like, Call it both ways, boys. Like, it's not that hard. Like, you don't have to get that involved, but get involved to the right amount. Like, you just right. just be there. Just be there and be present. I think it was what it comes down to, and this is a good rule for life. Hey, shout out anybody listening here. Just be present. Just be aware of who you are. Just be aware <laughs> yeah, of who you are. Know just your know your role. role. Just be aware of who you are. Just I, I, I practice a little bit of awareness. Like... Like that's it. That's that's all it is. Because in Hurley's hard. case, some of that crowd, ten uh, percent of them is excited to see, 
That is a coach where that. people actually uh, that he he adds a few puts a few more butts in the seats as opposed to the alternative man and uh, I I can't hate on him for being pissed off. Shout out to the Huskies for getting that win. Talk about uh, depending on what number you had. Bananas. Oh dude, I, I was because I had the two. Him? I had the two and I was mm. I thought I was busted for sure going to the line oh, for two. I, I either way, I, not often anymore do I actually like yell at the TV, but once. <laughs> Follow at least two point two so seconds funny. on the clock, dude. Point, you know, you I was point three to get a tip in, dude. Yeah. If it's point three or less, or two or point one, point two, just call it for right. Sake. You know, I, I, it's funny. I was saying that to you. Like very, very rarely do it. Like it has to be a very heated. Now, probably during March Madness, I <laughs> will. Like I was like screaming, piss, piss, I just couldn't like, believe it. Yeah. yeah, you just like I just the, the emotion of being a, a gambler and a sports <laughs> fan. You know what it is. If you're a fucking degenerate, it is what it is. But like, also the beauty of. Coming to terms with like placing a bet and already considered that just like lost money. Like, yeah. and whether it's a winner or a loser, we're going to come back the next day and we're going to keep smashing in plays and we're going to keep having fun and we're going to keep showing up. Like, point blank, period. Like, that's what this all is all about, man. Like, yeah, we're trying to turn a coin. And if you look, both of us long term have turned a fucking coin in this. And that's why we're doing this. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, it's about having fun. And it's like, yeah, if you utilize proper money management and you listen and do the things that we're telling you to do and don't play fucking five leg 15 unit parlays every single day, like you're going to be all right in this racket when you lose some of those things. So I don't know, man, I, I, I really appreciate the the way you went with that because man, we talked about a pre-show and just the beauty of, ah, fuck, you know, and it's almost I heard somewhere, and I don't know who I heard say it the other day, but it was somebody pretty prominent in the space, and they they said, you know, the thrill of a vet for a veteran sports better is not cashing the ticket; it's actually going out and finding the valuable ticket. And I was like, you know what? I actually kind of fucking agree with that. Like, I kind of I kind of resonate with that because, like, dude. I'm almost half chub sitting here in the morning looking through fucking lines and numbers and splits and this and that and oh shit. I fucking got the books this time. I fucking got these sure. motherfuckers this sure. time. And then coming here and giving them out to you, it's just, that's the fucking blast. And I mean, shit, if I don't turn into a game, I don't tune into the, the second half, or maybe it's a sweat back and forth. Like, either way, oh, my analysis is spot on. Oh, I was a dumb sack of shit. Oh, got to readjust, come back the next day. Like, either way, it's just like, that's kind of the thriller for me. I don't know if you can resonate with that too, but I heard somebody say that the other day, and I was just like, Fuck, dude, that is kind of the be- uh, the yeah. the betting Fuck. nirvana that I've kind of reached, if you will. Yeah, for sure. Especially, I mean, take my last two days for example. On Monday, I was I was two and zero, but I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm more of a. I feel like I just robbed somebody as opposed to yeah. was uh, you know intelligent about these damn plays. <laughs> right, and last right. night, I was like, dude, I I was certain I'm on the right freaking side. They scored six points over the last seven minutes. Like, give me a break, dude. Yep. So. 100%, dude. 100% I resonate. For sure. For sure. And and I hope that uh, that you guys can resonate with that, too, and, and eventually uh, one day get to that point of just like, yo, I mean. Yeah, it, it sucks, but if you're doing this, I, whether it's one day a week, five days a week, seven days a week, you got to accept it, man. Yeah, but also if you're that you're that novice, that rookie, or, 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 or not even that novice, that rookie, somebody who just doesn't bet every single day for – to, to five to ten plays every single day don't come in and, and and play like if you see somebody like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna bet today shit i gotta get in and you flip open whatever app or whoever you follow and you see a fucking three unit whale banger schmacker book ruptor five thousand like 
just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Like, don't don't put yourself in that situation because then you're just going to be bitching and pissed off and moaning and whining and complaining. And it, at the end of the day, this game is so mental, as is everything with life, really, right? But, I mean, this game is just so fucking mental, dude. And if you can get over the mental humps of you're going to have, you are going to have a shit week. Like, shut the fuck up every fucking wannabe expert or full-time expert whoever you are like you are going to have a shit week like point blank period it does not matter you're gonna you might have a shit two weeks back to back to back it does not matter who you are it will eventually happen and then you'll go back be your sky eye you'll have 50 great weeks in a row you'll be the best capper on the world everybody will be following you and then the ass falls out of it it is just the game we play point blank period uh uh if you thought I was lying, I mean, just simply go look at the hole in the desert they call Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, those sons of bitches, them casinos and hotels aren't so big and they don't have so many flashing lights and they aren't able to keep going 24-7 because motherfucking books don't switch shit up from time to time. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm talking out of my face, but it's too many Christmas. I mean, it's just, just little little mentality things to think about. I don't know. Going down a whole different rabbit hole than we usually do. It ain't time for motivation minutes, but I mean... <laughs> Something to think about, man. Something to think about. I don't know what else we got, man. I'm hoping uh, about it's been like one o'clock Central Standard Time, whatever uh, old Jet passing uh, gives us the update about what the MLB and MLBPA have been meeting about. But sounds like progress, but also not anything. uh, I was probably a little too early optimistic yesterday or whatever it was. So I don't know, man. Uh, small moves, I essentially is every single day, which is better than meeting for 20 minutes and calling it damn day, I guess. But I don't know, yeah. man, any optimism this week? What are you, what are you thinking? Fuck no, brother beans. I mean, as far as, as far as it was concerned for the TTL pod on Monday, we were talking about it and uh, you mentioned, alluded something to the fact like, Hey, we might be moving in a good direction here. And now it's just like fucking stalled right again. And I was on the boat with you and now I just... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, I find it hard to believe until we see, like, until I hear something contract, like, like, bro, just even being in this industry, you know, now and like, yeah. like knowing certain things and how certain things work and like, especially how certain things work in baseball and in sports and with those contracts and how everything's guaranteed. Like until I start hearing contract talks, check out that sick, nasty fucking circle change script though, bro. I'll put that motherfucker okay. anywhere I want. <laughs> how sick is that? Um, sick, nasty circle change. One of my best pitches. Um, but uh, until I see numbers, until I see fine print, I'm not buying into it, dude. I'm not buying into it whatsoever. Uh-huh. And I, I will sit back because bro three days away three days away was supposed to be spring training i mean this saturday the cubbies were supposed to be kicking off in mesa fucking two o'clock classic game dude like this was the weekend right it's here and gone it's big it's gonna vanish like a fart in the wind and if we don't get to spring training third week in march and i think that's generous i really think that's generous because i want to call them princesses by any means because hey no fucking way do i ever want to stand in a professional box and stare down a professional pitcher no thank you no fucking thank you but they need some time to get loose they need some time to find find that fucking circle change grip find that fucking splitter they need time it can't be oh shit we come in march here we go uh the second week of april it's starting day like we might as well solidify that i think it's going to be a shortened season and shit's going to be getting pushed back that's where my mind is i i don't yeah, see start any other mid way april or yeah mid-april may maybe cool so i was gonna I say like may. yeah maybe i mean well because as far as like getting started 
I think that I mean the majority of players for sure. I would say like the the highest priced guys that have you know money is not an object. I'm sure those guys probably have the means to find spots to get working out, as do a lot of people. I think, but right. you're not wrong, dude. Like the 25th man on the, that's these guys that are trying to make rosters probably don't have those types of resources. So I don't know, man. I uh, I hope we can get it figured out soon. I really do. Yeah, it's, I really it's do. Me too. nuts because I mean the NFL like it, the owners aren't poor by any means, but it's not like the NFL to where a the like the general public is going to riot if we don't have the NFL. It's not quite like that, right? And you don't mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. the the NFL is uh, x amount of dollars every single year to where it's like, all right, you bitches are just being bitches about your money right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, MLB's attendance has not been great. Again, you can't cry poor, but it, it's a little bit of a different story. But they're still being so damn stingy, dude. Yeah, it's not it's not good at all, man. And and I honestly think too, if we talk about those, uh, how each individual team has their markets, right? And like if yeah. they just literally broke apart those markets, like we could quit jacking with all this shit, dude, and just made. And that would honestly raise ratings, raise views, all that shit. Like, all that shit would come from that. And I just, I don't understand it. It's just greed. It's just greed in MLB. Greed and, and, and I wrong think... Wrong people in charge. Yeah, man. Greed and wrong people in charge. And it's because it's one of the... It, it, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's the last sport that all of the contracts are 100% guaranteed. I, like, baseball... Is NBA still? I don't think NBA is. I'm pretty sure every other sport is not 100% no, I, NBA guaranteed. NBA is now, I do believe. Yeah, oh, they actually. are? Okay. I think... Okay, because like, yeah. yeah, like, right, like you see the five hundred million dollar contract, like they you say three hundred. Because yeah, because Ben Simmons, whatever. Ben Simmons is like, if I sit out this entire year, you're still paying me thirty million. So the NBA has been. Oh, so it is a guaranteed contract. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, there you go. There you have that. Um, outside of that, I mean, hey, hell of a hell of baseball talk there, partner. Got into a daggone rabbit hole. I, I don't know. We'll see what the hell happens here with uh, with all that nonsense. We obviously got uh, college basketball only about four or five games, six, seven for uh, some of the mid-major teams uh, left here in the season. And we start getting into conference play. Then uh, the selection Sunday is, let's see, that is the 6th, I do believe, is selection Sunday. Um, or is that the 13th? Uh, 13th. It is the yeah, 13th. 13th. Okay, so it's not yep. the week before. So it is the 13th. So uh, that is but one, two and a half short weeks away. Uh, that is Sunday the 13th. So uh, mark your calendars. Get ready for that. Selection Sunday will be coming in hot. And then, uh, you know, any of our constituents, um, if you're uh, in Las Vegas that week and the uh, following weekend, you know, the weekend of the 18th, hit us up. Uh, outside of that, um, partner, you know what? I typically, I typically, uh, I, I open up this crypto cult fucking deal and I start going down a rabbit hole and I get in too many doggone places. And I want, because I love the space so much and it has done so much for my life in the short amount of time that I've been involved with it, dude, like one day in the NFT space, it feels like a year in the real world, like no question about it. So instead of diving down a rabbit hole, I think maybe beneficial even to people watching, dude. Anything off the hip, I know it's putting you on the spot. I know I didn't tell you I was going to do this, and we can just wrap it up too. No big deal. But any questions, NFTs, uh, cryptocurrency, something you've been just fucking eating at you? Like, damn, I want to, if when I go to mint this motherfucker, even that, what the fuck is minting? When I do this, when I do that, what the fuck is this going to look like? Because I've pretty, like I said, one fucking day in the old NFT space is like a year in the real world. So I haven't been in very long, but I've got to meet some really cool people and have a lot of really quality, heartfelt, thoughtful conversations. So 
What you got? No, explain what you were explaining. I mean, whether it's explaining it or just telling me about it. I mean, because as far as making the connections in the spaces, dude, what you were telling me oh. this morning, personally, I mean, uh, I just go ahead. And That's kind of what it's about. Go yep. on that rabbit hole, honestly. Absolutely, man. And and, and shout out any any of the follow, new followers I got. I, I'm I'm just blown away. I You know, I, I just be me in those spaces, and I be me here, and I be me everywhere, and, and it just blows me away, dude. But... I um I I was in some spaces last night and and honestly man the the access to some of these people is why I've got so delved deep into the NFT space and if you ask anybody they will tell you like yeah I got involved with NFTs to find that board ape to flip it for a million dollars and get the fuck out and see y'all later I'm fucking going to Waikiki and you're never going to fucking hear from me ever again and then all of a sudden that one day in the NFT space is a year in the NFT space and you stay or in the real world and you stay for entirely different reasons. And it is the craziest thing ever, man. I mean, I could not pick out a single person that I've met or that I follow or follows me over the last three months from Adam, Sally, Jim, or Jerry. I couldn't tell you a damn one of them, my friend, but the connections, I... I hear more people in there, and I've said it myself, and more people have said it to me than I think I've heard it ever in the real world. I appreciate you, man. Hey, all love. I love you, man. I appreciate the fuck out of you. I love all you guys down there. Oh, fuck, I love you too, bro. Like, the positivity and the love and the community is why so many people stay and why you see it coming up. Because at the end of the day, man, like, let me put it to you in layman's terms, and not to really, like, steal anything from the legend Gary V, but what does everybody want in this life? To be recognized to be part of a group, to be part of a status symbol. It's the same reason why we fucking buy Nike and the same fucking reason that I got Circus Sports on and the same fucking reason that uh, we buy Adidas or, or or Chanel or Gucci or whatever you want to say. And, and okay, you or put root, it in. A, or like root for a team specifically. Right, exactly. The same. Exactly. Exactly, man. And that's all anybody wants to be. And when you... Fucking get involved with some stupid ass art, man. Like, I know some of the art that I have, you guys might look at it and say, what the fuck is Colton doing? But it means something to me. It means something to me. It may not mean anything to you. But I'll tell you what, the two things I look at, if something catches my eye, bang, holy shit, what the fuck is that? I ain't never seen nothing like that in this space. A fucking tiger, a fucking beer can, a fucking teddy bear, like a fucking fish with an octopus on his head. I ain't seen that shit in the space. It resonates with me. It does something to me. It makes me want to stop and stare and look at, fuck, shit, okay, wait a minute. I took enough time to be drawn in by this picture. Let me see what these founders are about. Let me see what this community is about. That's all I care about. And if I hop in there and there's a pop in Discord and I'm like, yo, what's up, everybody? And it takes me 30 minutes to get the fuck out of a Discord because I'm like, yo, what's good? And that's coming from a guy who hates group chats. And I have fallen in love with Discord and everything it's about, dude. And and being in this space, man. And I, I, I just, it, it, if I see that, I'm in. I'm like, fuck it. You know what? We'll, we'll figure it out later. And they call that aping in. There's your, there's a little web three term for you, aping in. Just these uh, terms, dude. Not, crack not, me the hell up. Hey, I know. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. But yeah, just not doing your research, not going in. You just like something and hey, you know what? I, I can afford it. It's affordable. I'm going to ape in. But that's the thing, man. Do your research. The space is so volatile. It's so doggone volatile. And you just need to do your research. You need to take your time. If you can afford to ape in, that's cool. Now, a lot of these, obviously, shit that I'm involved with, I see very, very long term in a lot of these. But you should not get into this space. I Full disclaimer, 
if you are chasing that ape, if you are chasing that world of women, if you are chasing that crypto punk, that that that's gone. That's came and like went. That's your only only number one concern. List that's came and went. Things that's you want. Went. That's it. Number one. Yeah. You you can keep searching for those blue chips all day long, but much like Nike conventions or Comic Con or whatever the fuck you wanna whatever you wanna put in in place of that, much like that happens in the real world, that's what's gonna start happening around here, and the community is going to start getting tighter, and the people who are just there to make money are going to start getting out because they don't connect with that community and that community is going to get tighter and tighter and tighter until they all fucking know each other and then they're going to grow their brand and what they're doing and allowed to just shoot through the damn moon and we aren't even at that phase yet. I mean, we aren't even, seriously, we aren't even close to that phase and it just cracks me up, bro. It cracks me up. I get in these discords and you guys can hate me for saying this, but I get in these discords and I just see people freaking out about floor price and fucking minting out and this and that and the other. And it's like, yo, 1% of this fucking floating rock in the middle of nowhere of that human being race that inhabits it owns one of these here fucking things. Not even 1%, maybe 0.00015 owns a fucking one of these beer cans. Or owns one of these fucking whatevers. Calm down. It's okay. We are so damn early. And I, I know, I know, I already said it. One day in the NFT space feels like a year in the real world. So that's why we get so ahead of ourselves. And holy shit, why is the floor price going up? And oh my gosh, these people minted, they sold out. Holy shit, their floor price is already up to point fucking, right. holy fucking shit. And it's the same thing in the real world, but you just have weeks and months to think about stocks fucking up where you have the whole day to get involved in a discord and watch people losing their fucking minds and then you spin in your own mind calmate way calmate tranquilo it's okay everything's fine i promise you we are so fucking early it is ridiculous it is ridiculous and if you were involved in one of these communities or if you were a leader or if you're not or if you're you're just wanting to get involved or you stumble past me talking about some nonsense e either way just don't be afraid because I'm telling you, much like you are doing this all day long on your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook, your Snapchat, TikTok, whatever, you are going to be that exact same thing with Web3, the metaverse, and everything encompassing of NFTs, I mean, there's just everything, everything. So many doggone phrases, terms that I could dive into, but they're not going to make sense if you don't know about them. So do your own research, I guess is what it comes down to. Because just like you spend the amount of time you do now on that, you will be spending that amount of time in the metaverse or wherever. And I promise you, you will be playing video games. And that might not under, you might not, you might think video games or some type of game. You will literally, it is not like that. You will literally be playing a game and literally making money from it, my friends. I'm telling you, you literally can hold one of these and they give you their in-world tokens. It is so much I could go into it. It is bananas. It is wild. <laughs> it is everything. I've already been on the soapbox too long, but I just, I want to be a resource to people because so many people have been resources to me and like just been so fucking cool with me throughout the whole time. Like I've asked some really stupid fucking questions and nobody has ever just been like, dude, get the fuck off the stage. What are you talking about? Like you, that was dumb. Like, Nobody's right. ever done that. It's just so fucking cool. So 
Off my soapbox, off my NFT soapbox, there's Crypto Cult for the day, man. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> no, I absolutely love it, dude. I absolutely love it. Because I... And you say less than one percent. That's that's because and it's it, it's not like every, this is shit. It's been around for twenty years and, and nobody's popping into one year. space, right? You one know? year, exactly, exactly. So I don't have too much else, dude. I uh, we're getting close to an hour and a half here, so uh, let's get the show on the road, eh? Okie dokie, Artichoke. Sounds good. Yeah, I kind of was trying to time that out perfectly, and like I just I, I didn't even pay attention. Then all of a sudden, yeah, there you go, 11.25. It was honestly right at 11. I was like, damn, what are we going to be talking about here? But uh, appreciate you uh, and uh, hanging out all the time, my man. We uh, we can sure kill off some time when we're having some fun. So, son of a bitch, 26 minutes. Next thing you know, here we are. All right, my man. Last but certainly not least, everybody needs it. And we're going to be carrying on the theme of the week, if you will. But first okay. things first. It's time for my motivation minutes. All right. Um, yeah, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna say it. We're we're carrying the fuck failure vibes into uh, Hump Day here, my friends. Point blank, period. That's all I've been talking about this whole week with the John Wooden quote, with yesterday, um, everything all in between. This just get out of the failure mindset. Yesterday was failure is not part of your identity. It's simply part of your journey. Tony Dundee uh, once said that in a book uh, that I'm reading, if you missed that. However, I just wanted to carry on with that because I don't know if, 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 uh, what, what, who needs to hear this or what, but I just keep running into this. So I said, okay, it's the message of the week. Here we go. Let's rock and roll. So the legendary Albert Einstein once said, don't be afraid to start over again. This time you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Don't be afraid to start over again. This time you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And point blank, period. What do I talk about every single day, you guys? Seriously. And that's why I bring these quotes to this. Because I know I can sit up here and beat a fucking dead horse till the son of a gun and cows come home, my friend. I know it. But I always say, I'm no genius. I'm no Schwarman. I'm no Swami. So how the fuck can you really believe me at the end of the day? Like, what, what the fuck do I know? I don't know shit about fuck at the end of the day. But when I can tell you, hey, yo, Albert Einstein, who I think, I don't know if you're familiar, um, maybe or may not have achieved a few things in his life. If he maybe or may not is saying the same things that I'm saying to you guys with no script in general, I don't know, maybe, maybe I got a little bit of value addition out here or here, there. And that's not... That's not why I'm trying to come to this, not toot my own horn at all. But um, I just think it is extremely valuable to look back at, at some of what these guys have said uh, over the course of time and realize that if you hear someone like me saying it or somebody more prolific than me saying it or maybe you go back in the past and somebody like Einstein or a little bit forward, uh, somebody you look up to in that area, I, whatever the case might be, when you hear the same messages being resonated time and time again. I suppose today's message in in, in uh, part of also fuck failure is stop just listening to these things and start applying them. Because if so many people that seem to have reached some level of success or some level of nirvana, whatever that is, are saying the same things over and over and over again, don't you think it's worthwhile applying to your life? And I had to have that realization. I had to have that look yourself in the mirror moment. Like, yo, I just listen to all this motivational stuff, but how am I really applying it into my life? And until you do that, it just, you're, it, it's like putting on deodorant with the damn cap on in the morning. It just, it, it, it just don't make sense. You ain't going, you ain't getting nothing <laughs> under the arms, dude. It just ain't working. So I, 
I, you know, at the end of the day, guys, it, it really comes down to what I tell you all the time is that there are no failures. Fuck the word failure. Take that son of a bitch out of your vocabulary. Defeat and retreat should be out of your vocabulary so far that you don't even understand what those words mean anymore, my friends. There are no failures in this life as long as you keep pushing. One foot in front of the other, and as long as you check a box, even if it's a uh, little baby check, it wasn't anything great, even if it's that, you got a little closer to those future gifts that I always talk about. So, hey, stay in the present moment. That's why they call it a present. This moment is a gift right here, right now. So stay in that. Don't worry about those future gifts yet. But, hey, if, if right now... Shit ain't going the best. It ain't all good. I can promise you the best is yet to come and you're going to get out of it. And stop saying that it's a failure, you're a failure, or anything in life is a failure because it's not. That word does not exist. And you can be and do and change whatever you want. I promise you. I'm a living, breathing example of it for fuck's sake. Hello. I'm just fucking with you. I appreciate all of you so much. Last but not least, one more time for the legendary Albert Einstein. Don't be afraid to start over again. This time, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love it, dude. I don't know why it, when you hear it from somebody who's not known, whether it's sports motivational or someone who's not known for like motivational quotes, and it's just, fuck, it, it's fucking Albert Einstein. Like, how, how do you know? <laughs> How do you not take that simple advice and, and apply it to things that you do, man? 100%. Yeah, do you think that man was 100% accurate on every, just, uh, just walked out of his, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> now, I don't know about you, last time you tried to do a math problem, but it didn't work out so hot for me last time I tried to do that motherfucker, and this dude figured out E equals MC squared. Now, I'm figuring that probably took a lot of sheets of paper and a lot of ink quills and ink, my friend. Now, call me bananas. Call me wild. I don't know shit about fuck at the end of the day. But I'm thinking he probably had to fail a lot at that fucking equation. But, hey, there are no failures. He obviously figured it out. Obviously took him a little while. He didn't even have time to do his damn hair for crying out loud. You always fucking see it all. The fucking man was busy. He was accomplishing I, I, shit. So if you see you know, me or Mags out here with fucking hair all over the place... Leave us be, dude. We're accomplishing yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm not you saying know, I'm Einstein, if, if, but if he had a second run at that life thing, I bet he'd probably uh, buy a couple combs this time around. Yeah, huh? yeah that's what I'm maybe. thinking. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe not. Maybe he didn't give a hot damn. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe he was in his own lane and he just said, "Everybody, here's the blades. Eat them. Get out of my face. I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be." And maybe that's the secret to this thing called life. Be who the fuck you are, and don't worry about all those failures or whatever the fuck else everybody thinks should be a failure. So. <laughs> Thank you, Einstein. We appreciate you. Thanks, Einstein. Thanks, Einstein. <laughs> that officially does it. My motivation minutes of the day. All right, my friends. There you go. There you have it. Certainly seems like episode number 230 of the TTL pod. Absolutely beautiful Wednesday of bets. We can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, Four and one for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by that aforementioned episode number 230 of the Talking the Line podcast. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of you for your views, your subscriptions, your likes, your comments, your shares, your retweets, everything in between that you guys do for us. We see it 
We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, honestly, it allows us to keep showing up every single day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. And we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have any other plans. Make sure you get all of today's best bets hammered in from the TTL crew and follow us on all of our social media platforms over yonder so you can stay right alongside with us at the end of every single piece of content we do. Let's cash some tickets.